0: FOMO. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's anyone else's business. Are you really missing out? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're not. You feed into it personally. Come on now.
1: Hey y'all, it's Jazzy. It's Danny, and welcome back to Come On Now
0: podcast. Um this is our third episode now. Yeah. So thank you to everyone who's been watching our previous episodes. We just dropped on Spotify. So that's super super exciting. That's awesome. For us.
1: And if you don't have Spotify, we're also on
0: Apple Podcasts. Yes.
1: So And we're still on YouTube. We'll still be
0: posting on YouTube
1: consistently. Yeah, which actually I just saw this thing where on Spotify you can do video. So Oh. Yeah, like Call Her Daddy podcast has a video on Spotify connected, so that might be coming soon because we are video podcast. Yeah, so stay tuned for that feature. I just had to tell you. Yeah, yeah, on spot, real quick. I got excited.
0: (laughs) Um, I had my first wow. I had my first big FOMO experience since we talked about FOMO on the podcast. Uh Um, there was a concert last night. There
1: was. And Jazzy was (laughs) at,
0: and everyone else in Colorado was at the concert, and I wasn't. And FOMO
1: was real. For oh, sure. But Tani, you have to think about it. Like you, I ha- woke up so tired. Yeah.
0: You slept in. I did. You had
1: a good practice. I did. I went to cycle
0: bar. Oh, that's my such a good workout. Yeah, my teammates who went to the concert have to make up cycle bar. So okay. now I don't have to do that. That's really nice. So I guess I have that going for me. What else did I do?
1: Homework? No. <laughs> I don't do homework.
0: <laughs> oh my God. In my stats class, there was a survey that, about like the time kids in Colorado versus California spent on homework and the mode for Colorado was zero what does that mean which means apparently according to these statistics no one in Colorado is doing their homework (laughs) (laughs) who's out there not doing their homework because I need to know your ways I mean I do my homework I don't have homework so technically it's like what homework okay true, true but like junior year I was doing Junior work. year was bad. Junior year was That was, was really a lot hard. of work. Yeah.
1: And now I'm chilling, so it's okay. Good, Danny. Yeah. All right. Let's get into the episode. Today is going to be a deeper episode than usual. Yes. Um, so we do have a trigger warning. So it will be on, like, the captions of any post, yeah. and we'll be, like, right here. Yeah. The reason we have a trigger
0: warning is because we're going to be talking about body image today, which mm-hmm. is just a very personal subject, I think, that yeah. me and Jazzy are both very comfortable talking about, but we understand that if it triggers a lot of people or just, like, makes a lot of people
1: upset and whatnot. Yeah. And then again, this podcast is really positive. So we're just going to kind of give our own experiences. um, Just maybe some experiences we've gone through what we see maybe in like high school girls in general. Mm -hmm. And then maybe some advice that we that think we help that helps ourselves that maybe would help other people for sure.
0: Yeah. So to start off, we're going to be talking about quarantine. Yes. Because we both think that that's when like, at least personally that's when my body dysmorphia got really bad because we went into quarantine when we were freshmen so that's like the beginning of high school too yeah i was 14 years old yeah so like yeah you're at the beginning of high school it's your first year of high school you know like everything's happening all at once and it was just like a very dramatic change so not only on top of school being canceled like for both of us, like, our th- I mean, that meant like our sports were being canceled mm-hmm. and all that stuff, which is where I started to go downhill.
1: Yeah. So like, tell me about like, your experience in quarantine and stuff.
0: Um, I think what affected me the most was the fact that, like I said, mm-hmm. da- I'm a dancer and I had to start doing like online dancing. So I was dancing over Zoom yeah. in my garage and in my living room and it was just horrible. And yeah. As I've, I've grown up as an athlete, so I've never really had to worry about, oh, like I need to go to the gym yes. because I've always had an activity weekly. And Palms is a year round sport, so I'm always doing something. Mm-hmm. So it was strange getting that taken away
1: from me and then feeling lazy yeah. for something that wasn't in my control. Mm hmm. How about you? Um, I had the same experience. So I'm a I'm a soccer player and I guess basketball player. Um, but my thing was that yeah, <laughs> <laughs> put it up. But. No, yeah, mainly I was mainly soccer. So I was in soccer season. We mm-hmm. had to cancel that. And um, what was hard for me was also like training as well. Like I'm used to training what five days a week. Yeah. So when that got cut, it was like okay, now I have to like figure out my own schedule and yeah. things. And I think that what happened is is when for me when I had like a lack of workout. I started to do like other things to help, but then I got really focused on my body. Like mm-hmm. my main goal during quarantine was like, I'm gonna drop like 15 pounds or 10 pounds. Right. And this is a freshman me who's still growing, who's, I don't know, like probably below the body weight because I am an athlete and I am growing and I'm right. a, I'm still like a, like a teenage girl. But to me, I, get, I kept seeing this when social media got big and that's when I wanted to like, I don't know, really change my body. And that's when I started like looking on Instagram for like, you know, like examples, which is not bad, but then that's when my comparison and body image really skyrocketed. You saying that reminded me of the
0: fact that that was a trend during quarantine was, oh, okay we have all this time off I'm gonna come back and look like a whole new person that is what was it like summer I, I don't know yeah. summer glow up yes yeah, so it was like a summer glow up it was yeah. like a quarantine glow up and yeah. so everyone but it went about that as like oh I'm gonna lose so much weight yeah. but there's no reason that 14 year old us and all of these other girls exactly. in our grade needed to lose any weight and have that summer
1: glow up yeah for 14
0: yeah and then like on top of this summer glow up wanting to happen like we didn't have these outlets that we normally have mm-hmm. like our sports yeah And because of that, we, like, I started doing, this is a a big thing of, like, Chloe Ting workouts, like the stupid ab workouts. Oh, on TikTok. She has abs probably because of her genetics. Like, crunches, doing five minutes of crunches every day won't do anything for you, Yeah, I mean, she probably worked for them, but you also have to
1: realize genetics plays a huge role in things. Your diet also, there's a lot of different factors. Yeah, so,
0: like, I would have to, I would wake up so early to go on runs. Really? I hate running, (laughs) but I didn't know how else to work out. yeah. And like, I felt like I had to because I wasn't dancing and I would just like force myself to go on these runs that I hated just because like I was scared that if I didn't, then I would have like that. I definitely started to develop an eating disorder during this phase of my life. And Mm -hmm. it was like, oh, if I don't go running, then like I don't deserve to eat, you know, like it turned into that.
1: Yeah, I think that. The difference was for quarantine for me is it's a good thing to, you know, keep what fitness for mm-hmm. soccer, fitness for basketball. But what it turned in for me is I wasn't even caring more about my fitness levels, I was caring about how I looked. Yeah. And that's when things change health wise is because you have to realize that your goals are changing and then you have to realize what your goals like you remember what you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if my goals to get fit for soccer then I'd be doing sprints, I would be doing weightlifting. But also during this time I didn't want to weightlift. I don't want to pick up a single weight. Right. Because I had this feeling that I was gonna get Mm -hmm. so there was all these things in my mind and I think it got unhealthy because you know you're with yourself more during quarantine you don't have the outlet of friends and that's when body image again got you know suffered Mm -hmm. me and Jazzy are both very big on the fact that you should be wanting to work out for yourself and to stay healthy
0: but you and it's okay to want to look good yeah but it becomes like bad and negative when especially like at our age we were so worried about how we looked obsessive like judged about how we looked and not and like, yeah, like mine was like a fact of like, oh, like you don't get to eat today if yeah. you don't like do this, you yeah. know, which is such a negative and toxic way to think of things. And like, I'm very thankful that I was able to pull myself out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, which brings us into one of our big messages for
1: today's episode is fake it till you make it. Exactly. This is one of our advices. It's, I saw actually saw this recent TikTok and it's actually this famous soccer player. And what she does in the morning is when she doesn't feel confident in her body, she'll put sticky notes on her mirror. That's so cute. That will just have like affirmations. And Uh that's another thing. You might not feel like, I don't know, beautiful that day, fit that day. But if you can fake it and tell yourself in that mirror that you're beautiful, you're going to eventually believe and you're going to feel more positive about your body. Yeah. Something else I've
0: noticed is when you're, it depends on your mindset when you're training. So like when I'm training for dance, and my mindset is, oh, I want to like do these exercises because I want to get better at dance versus I want to do these exercises because I want to look skinnier or something like mm-hmm. that. It changes my work ethic. I work so much better when my mindset is, oh, I want to do this for dance. Yeah. Like I want to do this for my team. I want to do this for myself so that I'm better at dance. And when my mindset was, I want to do this because I want to look better, my work ethic wasn't there.
1: Really? Yeah. And so I, I think I feel like that. that's a huge part of it too, is how you go about it and change your mind. No, that's so true. And then again, another big factor for us, we thought, was social media. Mm -hmm. That's when TikTok got really big. Yeah. And I mean, I think one of the biggest things with social media is your comparison. Yeah. And this was just
0: like a time of, you know, pretty skinny girls posting like thirst traps on (laughs) social media. And so, like, our young, impressionable brains were seeing this all the time. And we were already on social media so much because I mm-hmm. was the only thing to do. Like I wasn't allowed to hang out with people for oh, like a TikTok. good three months. It was like five hours. Of my yeah. screen time. Yeah. Like through the roof. It was bad. And so that was the only thing that we were seeing all day.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. So another thing we wanted to talk about on top of social media is comparisons mm-hmm. and just like, Being able, when you compare a lot on social media, you have to realize that not everything is real Mm -hmm. because you have to realize that, I mean, I post the best, I post on social media when I look the best, when I feel the best and when, what I want to post, because everyone's going to post an image that they want everyone to see. Yeah. No one posts the darkest times or like, Uh uh,
0: no one wants to post a photo. They look ugly and that's just realistic. We're all like that. And it's not a bad thing, Mm -hmm. but you have to take into consideration you're posting the best parts of your life, which means everyone else is also posting the best part of their lives.
1: And there's tons of things that go involved. Like, I mean, another thing I realized is that when I was scroll through TikTok, I a lot of times I'd look at like influencers. Mm-hmm. And you have to realize that an influencers' job is to post the best part about their lives on social media, yeah. right? Like obviously they're gonna look good. Exactly. So that's their job. So you have to realize that, okay, that's great. It's maybe somewhat realistic too. You mm-hmm. have to realize they are posting the best days, the most stuff that they want people to show. Yeah. I think another part
0: about Comparison is comparing comparing yourself to like Jazzy was saying influencers
1: and people that aren't your age, and that's I would compare myself to college girls exactly, especially like my body. Mm-hmm. Like of course there's gonna be like I mean the college girls are fully developed right? right and they have great bodies, but I'm like why do I look like that? Yeah, I'm like as girl, a fourteen year old girl, as a fourteen year old girl. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy to think about that. I was doing that. Yeah. And that it, it really gets into your mind. And that's what was one of the things that caused this body dysmorphia for mm-hmm. me. Um, on top of social media too is editing. Yes. That's Ed- so huge. Yeah. We don't want to, we don't want to
0: trash on editing because we, I do it like I, I don't edit necessarily yeah. how I like look, but exactly. I put filters on it, you know, I to make filters it look better on it. Yeah. to enhance it. That's like not a bad thing, you know, but that's just another thing to be aware of. Uh huh. Um, how do you feel about like facetune?
1: And all that stuff. Is Facetune where, like, you can, like, make your, like, you face can, like, smaller? Yeah, like, you can, like, s- like cinch your waist or something like that. I mean, like, I don't know how to feel about it. I just think that if a girl's going to post that and she feels she looks good, she can post it, but not to lie. Yeah. Like, if a girl was straight up honest and was like, hey, did you Facetune that? And the yeah. girl would be like, oh, yeah, I did. You want the app? Like, yes, I And me yes. feel more confident when I posted that. Like, I just, like, liked how I looked. That's fine. Yeah. But I think when people have an issue when people lie. Yes. You know what I mean? When they, like, hide the fact that they are editing themselves and then creating unrealistic yeah, because codes. there's unrealistic standards when you can like edit things mm-hmm. right so like just being honest being like yeah i edited it then that's fine but like mm-hmm. to go on and lie mm-mm. you yeah. know what i mean yeah um let's talk about beauty standard too oh i think that's a huge thing in society you know yeah. what i mean like there's always an unspoken societal on like beauty yeah and it changes all the time like it changes every decade you know uh-huh. like I don't know. In the two thousands, it used to
0: be like really skinny, like low waist. It's like how, yes, exactly. It's yeah. like how like fashion changes, you know. Uh huh. And so I think people, especially like girls and guys both, are very hard on
1: themselves when they don't fit into that standard necessarily, and they are comparing themselves to the beauty standard. I remember like I don't know growing up and just like always seen Victoria's secret models, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what I wanted to be. Yeah. And so I think that as I grew up I had to find like like I am beautiful, I am unique, mm-hmm. how I am built. And you have to realize that. Like the beauty center is just there. I don't know, it's just like trends and things. It but is. You're I, I said this last time, we filmed this episode a couple of times, but like your beauty adds a new beauty to this world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like without a Danny, no one have seen this, like there is no other Danny out there. Yeah. So you add a whole other beauty yeah. in this world. It's crazy. Which like the world would be boring if everyone looked at the same. Exactly. You know? If everyone was that beauty
0: standard, I mean yeah you should want to be unique you know exactly like not like it's
1: okay to follow trends and everything like that but like be your own person
0: like there's nothing wrong with being your own person yeah
1: and like i think that a good thing about today is that we are getting more accepting of different body types definitely different um just even skin colors even like in makeup and things which is really awesome but i think that our society needs to keep moving towards that thing where we're not so fixated on this um, unrealistic body type and standard you know what i mean
0: which i think it is tough because i think there's always just that like There is just always that unspoken beauty standard, you know, like in the back of our mind, at least in the back of my mind, like there is always, oh, like this is the beauty standard. Like a reason I don't think like some part of me that doesn't fit into the beauty standard is like my hair, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's curly. And like the girls that I often find myself comparing to have like really long, pretty straight hair. Yeah. And so like I find that out of everything else in my body, making me the most upset. Mm -hmm. And I have grown to really, really like it. And like people tell me all the time, like, oh, you look so pretty. I love your natural hair, like all that stuff. And it does make me feel good, but always in the back of my head, it's like, oh, but you know, sometimes I wish I had like long straight hair and I wish that, you know, it wasn't frizzy on some days and that I didn't have to like redo it every morning and I that I could roll out of bed and like look effortlessly pretty, you know? Yeah, I feel the exact same
1: way. I mean, I'm like... My hair is actually like curled straight right now, but I totally feel that. Yeah. Um, Another thing we want to talk about is just body changes in general. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, Yeah. I mean, like we were saying when we were going into quarantine, we were young and like your bodies are consistently changing. Like Mm -hmm. even after you're done growing, your bodies are always changing. I think that's just kind of like something you have to accept and like it takes a lot of accepting, I think, but just getting used to it and comfortable with it and like finding the good things that your body does for you.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, one of the things that I've had to groan is that I've always had a huge insecurity with my legs. I I mean, I'm 5'10", so I have like longer legs, but I, I have an athletic build because I'm like an athlete, right? But I've always wanted to have like really, really skinny legs for some reason. I don't know why. And I had to groan you know, like some days I'm not going to like my legs, but I've grown that. You know what? My legs allow me to play the sport I love. Yeah. They allow me to be good at my sport. They allow me to be tall. They allow me to walk. They allow me to run. And so as much as I want to hate on the look of my legs, I think this goes for anybody with advice. But if you can love that body part, because it, even if it's your hand, if you don't like your hands, you have to realize, okay, well, if I didn't have my hands, I couldn't pick up things. Right. I couldn't write. So I've had to love that my, my legs do more than just look. They like keep me literally alive. And so I'm just grateful that I even have legs. I think when you change your mindset into more gratefulness, it completes a whole new look. So that's how I see about my like just individual insecurities, whatever it is. I I try and look at it in that like grateful way. Mm -hmm. You know
0: what I mean? Yes, definitely. So like advice for like when you're giving yourself affirmations, like remind yourself like all the good things that your body does allow you to do in terms of health instead of like the way that it looks because it is beautiful
1: it is it is
0: but there's also so many other things that are more important Mm-hmm. just like the way that they look
1: exactly and again we talked about it, your body your weight's going to fluctuate throughout your whole life mm-hmm. so it's okay to be in different ways and be look different in different periods of time you just have to like you know accept it be yeah. like okay i'm in this stage of life i'm just going to be chilling you know what i mean yeah yeah um another thing we want to just like clarify again in this episode is that you know we understand that every situation is different so that's why this episode is just supposed to like talk about our own experiences and mm-hmm. just maybe our own personal advice but if you like are in more of a serious condition we know there's like levels of serious of body yeah. image and things that you know um this advice might not help you you might need to get more like serious help and things so again just like we're trying to be as po- supportive as possible yeah and um we want to make sure that everyone knows that like this is just for we don't know who's this is gonna help and if you see this in any way like hopefully this is all positive um helping yeah. you guys
0: um eating disorders are hard because there's no clear line on what is exactly determined eating disorder like I think mine was super minimal in the fact that I didn't start calorie counting and like I still was able to enjoy foods without being super critical with myself but it definitely just because it was minimal doesn't mean it was a problem mm-hmm. like I recognized that there was a problem with how I was thinking about food and thinking about exercise and thinking about my body and like like I said I was able to pull myself out of that but there are so many cases where you're not able to pull yourself out of that. And we definitely don't want anyone to not be able to seek help yeah. and like professional help.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, again, everyone's situation is really different. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm glad you were able to get over your situation. But yeah. again, okay. if you, I mean, mental health is huge, especially body image. I think it that is. a lot of think, times like, your mental health can be so focused around body image that, what causes, you know, different things, Mm so...
0: I guess that's another good thing, too, that our society is becoming a lot more accepting with, like, mental illnesses and stuff, like, eating disorders, like
1: we're just we've gotten better at like accepting that those are real things and that like their problem mm-hmm. and just getting people help and having support groups and things yeah definitely so going on um i think we're still going to our main advice pieces now mm-hmm. so our first advice is just kind of limiting the way you can compare to people yeah. or knowing that like especially on social media like comparing again these people these, they show always the best part mm-hmm. of their lives so yeah. you know what i mean yeah um
0: like just find the uniqueness in you and find good people that remind you how unique you are and like how great you are. And yeah, I think the hardest thing too is comparing yourself to people that you actually know in real life. Like I've totally been guilty of doing this. Oh, like right. yeah, comparing myself to my friends and it like yeah. creates issues like between Jealousy. our friend group yeah. or between our friendship because yeah, like I'm, then I'm suddenly I'm jealous <laughs> of this person, you know? And, yeah. and there's just no good
1: that comes out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, another advice. Oh, this is the best one we yeah. have it till you make it yeah basically we started saying this because when like
0: ever i found because this is how i pulled myself out of my eating disorder was even if i like hated the way i looked that day i'd be like no though like you don't you what do you mean you hate yourself like no you look so good and it was literally just like how i changed my mindset to like faking this confidence and like i started to believe it and so i always tell my friends this whenever they like complain about something and they're telling me like they're feeling insecure i'm like you just have to like you just fake it till you make it and this goes with so many things in life but definitely just body image is one of them that's it's it sounds easier than it is, but genuinely, the second that you change your mindset, because that's all it is, it genuinely is just your mindset, and the second that you tell yourself, no, I do look good today, even if you don't believe it, if you start telling yourself that, like, eventually you're going to believe it.
1: Yeah, and this girl who I saw, like, did the sticky notes on the mirrors, like, that gave me an idea, like, the days I don't feel it, when, uh-huh. I just, when I can just wake up and see a sticky note, it's like, you're beautiful, I mean, it just helps so much. So just being able to do those like little things, even when you just feel at your lowest is really good. But again, if you feel like you're still at your lowest Mm -hmm. with these things, again, always good to like receive help and ask for help.
0: Yeah. I think another thing too is that we understand that not everyone has that support system out there. Like not everyone has maybe like the best of friends that like always tell them that they do look good, you know? So I think the biggest thing is that you just have to be there for yourself like you have to be yeah. independent sometimes and like being responsible of your mental health and being you're the only one that understands how you are thinking. Yeah. So just like it's super important to recognize how you're feeling and just like take control of that with your own self.
1: Yeah, it's definitely a balance between the two. You know, having that support group when you can't find yourself but also being able to be with yourself and understand, "Oh, I'm I'm recognizing something that I don't like." Yeah. And then finally, like one of our big pieces of advice is just, it's so easy when you're mad at a girl or where you had conflict to crit- go and crit- criticize that girl's body mm-hmm. or things she can't control, like her looks.
0: Yeah. Like I think the most oftentimes that we see this is like rebounds are a typical thing in like after relationships. And I think, it's typical in like a friend group of girls to start criticizing that girl. That's the rebound. Yeah. And just being like, like criticizing everything about her body, but she can't control that. And Mm -hmm. like, she like, you shouldn't be criticizing someone because of that, even though it seems like the easiest way to make the other girl feel better. Or to cope, you Mm -hmm. know what I
1: mean? So I think, again, you have to always constantly build up girls because there's going to be so many people out there who are going to criticize, you know, different girls out there, different of your friends. And so if you can always support the girls around you, girls you don't even know, Mm -hmm. it's number one going to look good on you, but it's also going to like, show like that you are confident with yourself yeah that, you know you don't need to go criticize a girl's body to feel good about yourself that's
0: a huge thing is that it shows like unconfident like no confidence in yourself yeah. when you criticize other people it
1: just it's never a good look and it and honestly I don't like, I mean, of course you've all been guilty of it, but like, Mm -hmm. I don't think any girl feels good when they do it. No, it doesn't like, Like, it's just like, that doesn't do anything for you. It's a, it's a temporary coping
0: mechanism. Exactly. You were saying it doesn't solve anything. It doesn't like ultimately make anyone feel better.
1: It's just there to shade on someone. Yeah. And you have to remember that like every girl in this world is beautiful and is unique in their own way. So there's no reason to criticize that. Yeah all right i think that's it yeah i mean i hope this episode helped any girl out there at least just one mm-hmm. um on things that they you know that maybe they can, they can relate to us with that um but we yeah. want to make this episode be really positive just yeah. help girls and we wanted to be like speaking voices
0: for other people and like let people know that they're not alone in this world and that like we all go through these struggles at, in our own ways and at our own levels and all that and that you know we should all just be working together to help each other feel better about ourselves
1: yeah um again all links are down below this will be on spotify apple Podcasts, and also in our instagram if you follow we have an email address feel free to reach out to both of us let us like give us comments give us stories give us anything you want to talk
0: about anything like that
1: again everything stays anonymous here so um i'm jazzy i'm danny and this is come on now thank you